A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What have you got? Well, I know what you've got. It's a guitar. I can see it. I found a guitar in the corner of this studio. Have you ever played a guitar before? I mean, I don't know why I'm asking. Have I played a guitar? I grew up with a guitar in my hand. I'm an indie kid for life. And after all... Oh, please. You're my wonder wall. Shush, shush. Wonder wall. Quick, start the music. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know that Gin and Dubonnet can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, slap it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to wear socks in bed? No. Or in... Well, no, bed socks would be fine. If you get chilly feet. Do you wear socks during sex? No. Don't ever wear your... Oh, my God. We've only just started, but you so know producer Ben keeps his socks on, doesn't he? It producer Ben. Well, I want to talk about producer Ben's feet later. Is well, it your foot? Producer Shim. Ben definitely lower half, right? Like the very lower half, not not. He better. definitely wears keeps his not socks on in bed. About. I couldn't. I'd hate. To keep, don't keep your socks on in bed. There's nothing worse. Uh, and of course, should you boast about the books you read on your Instagram story? Oh, I didn't put. Is that that's a dig at me? And was it? Have you put? I put an what Instagram- are you reading at the moment? Um, How to Stop Time. Oh, by Matthew Haig. Very, very good. It's the first book I've read of his. I'm going to read Humans after this, because apparently that's his best one. Right. Well, this is going well, isn't it? And of course, what should you do if you've... An- uh, and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North Radio presenter. I'm a pair of luxury Bose headphones. You're just a bozo. The Ben write that one this week. He did. That's yeah. why it was poor. You can t- tell, and it was a very industry in joke. Yeah, you're a pair of Bose headphones, and you're just a bozo. Right, we're going to be nice him from that one. We been, are going to be nice. We've been to him. like two minutes in because he cried for a whole week after last week's episode. Oh <laughs> <know>, yeah. <laughs> you and I've been called up in front of a tribunal. We have thin skin producer Ben. That's what we're going to call him now. Thin skin. Uh, right, okay, so this is it. We're back. We're back. We're doing another episode. Can I just say, mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying this series. Yes. Like, I know, uh, I think, yeah, I, 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 I might even say, I think this has been our best series. Really? Yeah. 
I don't know. I just I think I'm, I think like well, that's hey. good. Well, look, hey, we've be, we've been we've left the studio. Yeah, we've gone to Monaco. Mm. We've done live show. We've gone to Monaco. We've gone to Hackney. I just all the greats. I know. And like we said, we never ever thought that so many people would like the podcast. When when no, because and we've been asked to reinforce. When I came up with the idea for it. You d- you came up with nothing. <laughs> okay, you bring nothing to this. <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> barely turn up. <laughs> Fair. Um, Fair one. We should just point out, because we have been told to point this out again, we are still good friends. Yeah. As you just said to me a moment ago, we're not best friends. No, I, I was joking. You're in my top five. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, but you don't like to say best friends. No, I don't like but no, because I think it's it's a bit childish. Oh, he's my best friend. Do you know one thing as well? Yeah. I think... I personally have become closer to producer Ben over the past year. That would me being yeah. nice. I I do too. I consider him a really good friend now. Before this podcast was even a glint in the milkman's eye, I met Ben. We were going to an awards ceremony. It's before he started the job that he is currently in now as our exalted producer. And he was he was very well dressed in a nice suit. Mm-hmm. Had very tidy hair, clean shaven, glasses. Very well put together. It goes to show that first impressions mean nothing. Because look at him now. Can I tell you how I first met Patricia? Oh, okay, you tell us. I was at a student radio conference and he was like a really keen student. And mm. he's like asking me for my email address and telling mm. me how much he loved me on the radio and all this. And then he started emailing me like twice a week going, how would you get into the industry? And can I come and shadow you one day and all this? And it was just like, that's how I first met him. Oh, that's nice. Which is how you you all get, that's how I got in. Talking of producer Ben, he has slightly, though, shot down in my estimations. Oh, what's he doing? Because do you know what he's getting this week? What do I hate more than anything? (gasps) Oh. Oh. Is he getting a tattoo? He's he's getting a tattoo with two T's in the middle. Are you getting a tattoo? Sorry, a tattoo? Oh, yeah, what are you getting? Are you getting... Melanoma, probably, because he won't be able to see it. Is that a disease? Or is that yeah. what he's getting? He's getting, like, Bambi on his foot or something. Are you getting cat across your forehead? You, Do you who's, think... Who's cat? Cat's his girlfriend. Right. No, well, I... Oh my God, I know that. Right. Are you going to get I love... I love my girlfriend on my... Oh, forehead. I know what he's going to get, because he's the biggest fan in a massive kino. Mm. He's going to get the Help I Sex With My Boss logo on his arm. To be fair, if he got that, or... B heart W. That would be fine. B heart W. Yep. Ben hearts William loves William. Oh, okay. That would hearts be fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. But no, apparently he's getting a little bit of little Bambi on his foot or something. Why don't you like tattoos? I don't know. They're just not for me. I haven't got any tattoos. No, which does surprise me. Believe it or not, this might surprise you. Because I hear your voice and I think tattoo. <laughs> My dad's got some tattoos. Yes, I know. He's got. Uh, I think I've talked about this. He's got two eyes on his bum that he got done when he was 17. William. Right. Get off your phone. Come on. He's got two eyes on his bum. Right, he got them done when he was 17 when he passed his driving test. He's got three eyes when he bends over. (laughs) And now that he's a bit older, I mean, I shouldn't admit this, I seen him get out of the shower a couple of years ago and one of the tattoos, one of the eyes has sagged right down on his arse and it looks like he's had a stroke. Look, it's a free country, you do what you like. And at the end of the day, am I going to think any less of producer Ben? 
Probably a little bit. You get but, your tattoo. But I'll still work with him. As Ben reminds, reminds me at regular points, this is a working relationship, William. The trouble with tattoos... Well, I worry from a medical point of view. I don't think injecting ink into your skin is particularly brilliant. I mean, if it's a tiny bit, okay. If it's like an entire sleeve, I think that's that's asking for trouble later on in life. Um, and the cost, these aren't like, you know, 50p. It's art. It, no, if it was art, people would be getting canalettos tattooed on their arm. Okay? It's not art. I, I think some tattoos look great, and I actually fancy people with tattoos, I think. You are fit. When you see certain with tattoos, you're like... We're going to have to keep you and producer Ben in a different room. I don't know. Um, no, I think some tattoos are, are beautiful. My brother, my younger... <laughs> so I think we need to leave a pause in between. <laughs> pause. My younger brother's got a, a full sleeve on his right arm, and it was great, and I think he's really suited it, but this is where some people go wrong. Then he's gone a bit daft now, and he's got loads. He got the bloody England badge last summer because we thought we were going to win the World Cup. My dad once got the Burnley badge tattooed on his arm. He went mm. and got it tattooed. A week later, they changed the badge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it's just asking for trouble. Um, and that's the, and, until the cost of removing tattoos decreases, and I'm sure it will in time, because it's relatively new sort of technology. Never I, looks the same. Well, I'd never it? obviously get a tattoo. If you were to get a tattoo, where would it be and what would it be? I'd nearly... In, Not and that I, I'm in any way encouraging this. I thank God every day I nearly got the Chuckle Brothers tattooed on my bum in my glove. <laughs> I've never told you this before, right? I got the, the nickname around the pool, Chuckles, because mm. everyone thought I was cheery. It was actually this cockney lad. Oh, what, well, mate? It's Chuckles. Here he is, Chuckles. You were on holiday with producer Ben. I was like eight, yeah, producer Ben on Talksport. I was like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just started calling me Chuckles. And we ended up in this tattoo shop in Magaluf. And you've been to Magaluf, you know what I mean. It's just off the strip. And oh, my mate, yes, I know it well. It was about four in the morning, and my mate was like, mate. Mate, you should get a Chuckle Brothers tattooed. And I was about to, and I was about 18 euros short. So he's going around the shop asking for money. And I think I was about, I got about six euros short and the guy wouldn't do it because we already got him down. I said, well, we'll come back tomorrow. I woke up the next day and I was like, thank God I didn't get the Chuckle Brothers. Mm. If I was going to get a tattoo. And then there was that other holiday as well that you had when you had Paul and Barry on your bum, but that's a different story. <laughs> That is a different story. I go through phases where I'm like, right, should I get tattoos? Please don't. And then I think some... I don't think I'd suit them. I, I think know. when you're a bit older, later this year, you will realise you were sensible not to. Okay. What tattoo... If you had to choose what tattoo would you get? Well, I wouldn't. No? I might get I might get like a pocket square on my on my left pectoral. <laughs> top pocket handkerchief. That's it, yeah. No. Sorry, come on. Let's be honest. Your left tit. Pectoral. <laughs> a lot of people get like Chinese writing and stuff. Again, which I'm not showing him in a good light here. My dad's got on his back. And What's he, he went, got? He went into he knows someone that speaks Chinese. Number forty two. He got his name in Chinese, but he, I don't know if this is true because you know what, my, you know what, dads are like. Is is there a Chinese tra- Mandarin translation of the word Graham? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, he went into a. He said he was drunk one night. And he was in a Chinese restaurant and he asked the waiter. He just got it done and he asked the waiter what <laughs> what it translates to, and the waiter said, "Tiny man with small cock." <laughs> right. So I don't know if it's true because you know what dads are like. Half of the stories he tells bullshit anyway. 
The first time, it's a similar story. Well, the first time I went to China, I was told I should start some of my talks. It was just with a couple of words in Mandarin to ingratiate myself to, with the listeners and the audience. So I was told that, hello, everybody, is da hao. And it is, but if you inflect incorrectly and you say da hao rather than da hao, you actually start your talks, as I did for five of them, with fighting is good. <laughs> Completely separate meaning. Say that again. So it's da hao. Why did you put the accent on? That's, that's called Mandarin. Da Jia Hao. As opposed to... <laughs> Shut up. Why are you da doing Da Hao. <laughs> that is Mandarin. You don't have to do the accent. It's like when you're speaking French. No, well, you know what you say. Da Jia Hao. You just say, Je m'appelle Jordan. Je m'appelle. No, to be fair, you do, actually. I take that back. I take you guys. Je m'appelle. When I did, when I did my GCC German. Das Gupta. Das Gupta. What's that mean? It's German, innit? Das Boot. That's a film. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Where's die Umwelt ist sehr wichtig. macht die Umwelt kaputt. I love the German language. I think it's That means cute. the environment is very important. Carbon dioxide harms the environment. Do you remember that from mm. your GCSEs? You can tell I was in GCSE German during a Tony Blair era because all we talked about was environment. Let's let's move on. Um, let's pour a gin into Bonnet. You can pour again. Oh, do I have to? This yes, you were very good at it last week. Uh, pop goes William's arse. Ah, oh, we're going to toast to Jenna. Jenna, okay. Who has left us a lovely review on iTunes. What she said. Five stars. Brilliant. So glad this was recommended to me. Just can't believe I've not found this podcast earlier. It's hilarious. I'm currently binge listening as I type. Just wish I had a, a G&B on the go too. Which is obviously a keen listener. She's new. Come on, give her a break. Yeah, but we, we brought in G&D. It's G&D. At the start, we didn't call it G&D to be fair. It's nice to have a knife. That was a producer. We want, sorry, edit. Very keen that we credit the G&D moniker to producer Ben. Why was that Why don't idea? you have that tattooed on you? Was that your idea, Ben? So why don't we toast to Jenna? And if anyone's listening... Um, and they and want to write us a nice review. Yeah, you've not left us a review, do it. Because we've had some shitty ones recently, so we want some nice ones. So to Jenna. 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 I've said to you before how this podcast has slightly changed my social life because people now say to me, how, and how's Jordan? As if we're married. But now it's, gone, it's, it's getting too far. I know, I've had two separate social engagements where people have gone, yeah, come for dinner, come seven o'clock, and then they get, do you want to bring Jordan? Is it getting that bad? It's like, we have lives outside of this podcast. You've never... We're like Ant and Deck, aren't we? We're going to move in next door to each other. We're not. You've never invited... Or oh, in one of your wings of your house. You've never invited me when people have invited me. How rude. Well, no, because... Well, to be fair, I did for that event that our friend Ben... Not him. Other Ben. The Ben we like. I asked you what you were doing on Sunday. You were at the Burnley Players Awards. I asked you last week. Oh, what was he doing? Just a dinner. Oh, was Ben making dinner? Yeah, he oh, said, does Jordan... Ben. He went, oh, and does Jordan want to come? If I had to put... And then this... I said no, and he said, oh, well, let's let's rearrange. Did he? No. Oh. No, but I think that's what he meant. I love... If I had to put a list together, he'd be on my top ten nicest people I've ever met. He's ever. lovely, isn't he? Yeah. Hmm. It's nice nice to finally find a nice Ben. Oh, you don't know what he's like. Come not on. E- he's not even He'll listening. Be on, bless him. Look at this. My uncle <laughs> sent me this. He found footage of... You know I used to play the drums... Shut up. No, I never knew yeah, that. We'll put this on our socials. Let me. You um... used to play the drums? Yep. Matt Helder's here. Who? Arctic Monkeys drummer. Right, watch this. Look how seriously I'm. Press play on that. Let me have a look. Pass oh. it here. Oh, I've swiped left. Oh, is that my key? 
Didn't know he were good at gymnast. Oh God! How did no, you get him shush. down? Shush! How did you get him down from there? What's the safe word? Jordan. Oh, <laughs> I hope it isn't. You look. Look how seriously I'm taking it. Is that it. you playing the drums? Yes. And look, I've camped up my camped up my uh, drum kit with a bit of tinsel. You looked a lot like Peter Kay when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> you looked the double of Peter Kay. I didn't know you played the drum. I didn't know it. Oh, you hypocrite. You hypocrite. How am I a hypocrite? Is that tinsel I see on your drum kit there? Well, yeah. You who once said to me, or even on this podcast, tinsel is garish and gauche. Look, I was 11. You had tinsel. I was still growing. Who's, is that in your mum and dad's house? Yes. They had tinsel. How tacky from the Hansons having tinsel. Oh, I bet you had a big whiskey jar full of coppers as well next to your telly, didn't you? What? Did you <laughs> what was that? that? I knew. Did you know? No. Yeah, when I grew up, you never see this anymore. I was speaking to a friend about this. When I grew up, producer Ben used to see it, people used to have in their living rooms a massive, massive, huge whiskey jar from pub and you'd fill it with coppers next to the telly. My grandma and granddad had one. Well, what, yeah, but why? Just because, like, no one likes coppers. There'll, there'll be loads of G&D listening. The, I think group... the police spent, have a, a, provide a very valuable service. No, coppers, is it? Yeah, don't be a, coppers in pennies and two peas. Right. Filled up with, not like actual coppers. Help, help, let me out, yeah. I bet there'll be G and Divas listening now who will be like, oh yeah, I used to see that all the time. Right. Mm. Now, last week, you did a nice, clean joke. Yeah. Have we got another nice, clean joke? Do you want a clean joke? Or are we regressing to Jordan's standard? Uh, A bit of filth. A bit of filth. Bit of blue. A bit of blue. I don't know yet. Um... Well, it is now time for Jordan's joke of the week. Let me get my phone. I forgot. Well, producer Ben's going to the for a bathroom break. We can oh. do what we like. It's like it's like having a sub teacher. We can do what we want. <laughs> a substitute, not a sub. Right. What about this one? I refuse to believe I was dyslexic and gay. And you'll tell us the punchline after the break. You know I will, sister. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back. So, I refuse to believe that I was gay and dyslexic. 
I was in Daniel. <laughs> right. It's time for the competition, Jordan. Now, we're going to give our uvulas a rest. What? We're going to give our uvulas a rest. That's your, your voice, isn't it? Yep. And we're going to allow at this point, we'll leave a little pause for people to sing their own version of our hit, smash hit jingle. Here's the pause. Did I leave the iron on? I think that was the best 20 seconds of this podcast. Probably, ever done. yeah. Mm. yeah. So well done. It's, uh, it's time for Give Me The D. Um, go to our Instagram again to see how to enter. Just tag a friend who has not yet tried the D, but you think might like it, and that bottle of De Bonnet could be yours. It'll run for 24 hours. Producer Ben is in charge. Just go to Insta at Sexton. I know you hate it when I repeat it, but it's like getting the message. Yeah, I didn't say the handle. Okay. Just go to our Instagram at Sexton My Boss if you want to win a bottle of De Bonnet. Should we go to the questions? Uh, yes. Should we go to the questions? Yes, this one has come in from Jessica on email help at sexedmyboss.com. Hi, Jordan and William. Yes. Who's this? Jessica. Jessica. I've been with my partner for just over a year now, and only recently have we finally started to do a number two in front of each other. (laughs) The first time I've seen my partner do one was just tonight, while I was showering. (laughs) This is real. This is real. Sorry. While washing myself, I saw the way he wiped after and found it very strange we talked about this so my question is this is this yours no, no? but my mate watched me wipe my bum on a stag do which i find so weird <laughs> at level. i mean it's one thing doing it in front of your partner of however many years but doing it in front of your friend we talked about this a few weeks ago my mate was brushing his teeth on a stag do and i was having him i don't mean to be a bit you were sitting on the lavatory i was having a poo and he, he looked at me and he went is that you wipe your bum i went yeah anyway go on so my question is, what is the proper etiquette on, in wiping after a dirty one? Do you stand up or wipe while sitting down? Oh. I personally sit down, but found it strange to see he was standing up. I would like Jordan to read this on a podcast and William to discuss. Tough, I've read it. You can use my name, which will be below. Thank you, we're familiar with how emails work. Another question, <laughs> what gin do you use with your de bonnet? I can't remember. Well, let's answer from bottom up, because that's appropriate. Uh, to be honest, we're not fussy with the gin. Yeah, Gordon's. At home, I will use Gordon's or Bombay Sapphire. I think today we're using some from a very niche shop. Beefeater, today we've got uh, co-op dry gin. There we go, niche. I got the gin. <laughs> you can tell when Jordan's bought the bought the gin. Um, I'm going to let you answer Jessica's question because this isn't really my department. Just thinking about it, you shouldn't wipe your bum stood up because then... Standing. I'm sorry, you... I'm not... Do you know what? I'm just going to say it now. Yeah. G and Divas, I cannot go through life correcting Jordan sitting and standing, okay? Every time he uses the wrong tense... Please know that in my head, I am saying sitting or standing. Yeah. From now on in, it's up to you. I've had enough. I can't do it anymore. Over to you. Carry on. So you need to tell your boyfriend. What's her name again? Jess. Jessica. Jessica, you need to tell your boyfriend um, that he probably shouldn't stand up when having a poo. Because when you come to think of it, when you stand up, it like your bum cheeks will clasp together. And then it'll be like, oh, messy. It'll be like top of a brown sauce bottle, won't it? So you need to probably tell him to stay seated. 
Because that you won't. <laughs> you know when you're having a fry up and you get brown sauce. So I don't want to. I don't want to lower myself today. Well, it's not lowering. It's. A, I mean, and you wonder why those reviews come in. <laughs> yeah, you need time to sit down. Don't don't stand up when you you wiping your bum. Thank you, Jessica, for your very upmarket question. But yeah, you need to tell him. This one is t- another email entitled "Help." My best man wants to go commando. Wow. Scottish kilts. I bet you this is about kilts. Good morning, William and Jordan. Similar to William's previous luxury flatmate, John. I think we've outed him now as Lucas. I am also an expat. More specifically, I'm a Scotsman, well done, Mm -hmm. who immigrated, emigrated, to Australia. Quite recently, I proposed to my partner and her family and my friends are very excited for a Scottish slash Australian fusion wedding. But my problem is this. My groomsmen cannot wait to hang free on the big day in our kilts. My best man cannot wait to hang free, but my other groomsmen do not wish to do this. How on earth do I get my friends to conform to the tradition of a, of a true Scotsman never revealing what is under his kilt, or the older tradition, if there are women present, underwear is too? Any advice would be gratefully appreciated, as I will soon be tackling the task of the seating plan, and I need to know how to place the boys so we don't end up with Granny being hit with long hanging objects. <laughs> Yours faithfully, incorrect use, but never mind. Yours faithfully, Andrew. You gotta go with tradition. I mean, it's what they do. So um, just tell them that you don't want them to wear your boxes. Yeah, but he's also saying there is a tradition in Scotland that if women are present, you pop some pants. Oh, I did. Yeah, do you know what? Actually, come to think of it, if you've got like women and children about. I mean, I would at least make sure that all tables have very low-hanging tablecloths. Mm. What, that what's would be my advice. What's your thoughts on kilt you don't wearing? Want to be, you, don't want to, you don't want the top table on a raised platform with no tablecloth. Yeah, and your bollocks you, hanging out. You don't want that. When the royal family wear their kilts, because sometimes they do, don't... Why do they, what, sometimes you see Charles in royal Well, in that'll be when he's in Scotland and he is acting as the Duke of Rothsay. Right, okay. There you go. Um, do you think he has his bollocks hanging out? I think it's very unlikely. So, and we should follow the royal family, shouldn't we, on things on like this? On many levels. Yeah. So, probably. I don't know. There'll be loads. There might be Scottish I think pe- you say, look, it's your wedding, it's your rules, you pop underwear on, or you're not coming. So, I hope that helps, uh, Andy, or Andrew, as you've styled yourself. <sighs> Dear. Another email. Dear Tweedledum and Tweedledee and Ben. I'll take that. Not sure I'm going to read the rest of this. Why? Why should I? I always come first, so why am I Tweedledum? You can tell you've had a drink. You get right, bitchy. You get right. And also, why is Ben just called Ben? You get right, right. Why does he just get his name? I feel like I'm sat with a Wendy North, sitting with Wendy North here. I hope you three are well. Ben is irrelevant. I hope you two are well. Oh, he's left the room again. Crying. It's all right, you can come back. Stop crying. We'll give you some Haribo later. I'm currently studying for some university exams, and I find that every day it gets harder and harder to motivate myself to study alone in my room or the library. I quite like studying with other people. I want to message people to ask to study with them, but worry they will get annoyed by me pestering them to study together. Yet I know that if I lock myself away alone, I'll probably end up doing not much study, but drinking a lot of D. My question is, how often is too often to message your friends to study together? It's really just me being selfish, as my friends probably have all the right answers, and I'd like to see their revision methods. 
I love the show and always look forward to new episodes by you guys. Thanks a bunch, Oliver. Ah, Oliver sounds like a stand-up chap. Well, he obviously wants to improve his academic results, and, and some people like studying in groups. Others prefer solo revision. I prefer solo, but if you want to set up a study group, Oliver, go for it. I, at school, loved a study group, but I had no intention of studying. I just wanted to prat about. Really? Yes. Prat about? I mean, prat about within the parameters of the school rules. It's not pratting about then, is it? Pratting about is like pratting about. I might move something from the architecture section into the gardening section. (laughs) Mess up their Dewey Decimal system. Oh, for God's sake. I'm a fire starter. (laughs) Twisted fire starter. (laughs) Pratting about when I were at school were like making those little missiles something with an elastic band. And I used to put paper on us and fire it across the room. Or did you know I used to dress up as the headmaster? I we did a we did a actually. Do you know what? I've never talked about this. I actually have done a podcast before this. It's no longer available. Have but it was you? A, yeah, it was a podcast back in two thousand and seven. Okay, I was a trailblazer really with podcasts. All this, my dad, whatever. No, I mean I've been doing a I've been doing podcasts for years. It was called the Union Podcast. Don't ask me why. And uh, it was my two friends and I did little sketches about the staff and the pupils. It was it was very good. And we then did a video podcast, which back in the day used to be called a vodcast. So we did the Union vodcast, and I dressed up as the headmaster. I spray paint my hair grey, and he had a very heavy tan. He used to be an Armani model for socks, but anyway, I didn't know what <laughs> genuinely, he used to tell everyone to mark. Where is this going? Anyway, so I used to dress up, and I did a whole school assembly, well, no, I didn't do a whole school assembly, but one of the last school assemblies that we had, I walked through, because the headmaster would always process in through the chapel, up to the top of, uh, up to the nave by, near the altar, and I walked in, in a, in a long gown, in a suit, very heavy tan, spray painted, there's a photograph, I'll see if I can find it, Spray painted grey hair, and nobody noticed. <laughs> yes, and I got up to the top, and he had quite a camp voice. And I said, "Hello, do please sit down," which is how he sort of spoke. And it was only, and then the headmaster—we had planned it with the headmaster—then walked behind me and sort of pushed me off. That was my idea of. Was everybody the laughing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At me rather than with me, but they they found it fun. Right, where have we gone here? I've, I've, you, you've dinner after we're round roundabouts. Yes, we're talking there. about pranking at school and, and studying. Oh no, no, and... right, study group. If you want to, Oliver, sorry, mate, we've gone way. I digress. If you want to start a study group up, do it. Right, my advice is though, make sure you haven't got any slackers. Who's Jake getting put in a group at college or at uni? You'd always get put with someone that just couldn't be asked, and they ended up like getting a good mark because. You, they never did out. So make sure they pull the weight in the study group. If you want mm. to set one up, go for it. Have have plenty of plenty of rests. Don't go on Facebook, porn, all that kind of thing. Stick to I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Stick to what you know. Did you did you did you do well in your A levels? What A levels did you do? <laughs> what A levels did you do? <laughs> I did a B tech. What's a B tech? You don't know what B tech is. No. It was equivalent to A levels. Did you? Yeah, but it was it was uh, it was it's 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 more it's more practical. Okay. So I did a BTEC in media studies. Okay. I could have done A levels. I got decent enough GCSEs to do it. Everyone that does a BTEC says that. <laughs> but there's a thing where people take the piss out of people that do, do that did BTEC, especially. I'm not. I'm. I did a BTEC in media production, and I got three distinctions. Well done. Which was the top mark? What did you do? 
I did English literature, English language, history and theology. Of course, course you did. But hey, at the end of the day, we've both ended up doing the same thing. So it goes to show, I wouldn't trust the education. I mean, there's you raking it at me and me barely stringing a sentence together, but you know. I work at least three days a week and you work one, so you Mm. know, that's what our expensive education did. Kelsa Preece. I was at school with him. Who's Kelsa Preece? Throwback to serious one. Uh, Okay, and our final question comes from Twitter. From Callum, we're at Sexed My Boss, don't forget. I think a friend of mine is really struggling at the moment. He seems really down. I know this might be a bit more serious than the subjects you talk about usually, but how should I approach him to check that he is all right? Oh, that's a really nice question. You've got to be honest. I did this with someone close to me recently. Mm. We had a really good chat. I said, what's up with you? You're not yourself. We had a really good chat. Turns out he's really, really, really down in the dumps. Mm. And uh, I text him now. All the time, see how he is. So I think you just got to say you're not yourself, or can I, you got to be polite? Like, can I can I just ask you something here? Mm. Are you okay? Not the are you all right? Yeah, all right. No, are you okay? I think yeah. When you do sit down and have that chat face to face, or maybe a, a phone call, a Skype, whatever, you have to listen. Yes, I think so many people think, oh yeah, I'm listening to this chap. Let me tell him some stories about my life that I can relate to to his problems. Well, that isn't helpful. All you need to do in that instance is listen to their problems. Can can you legitimately help? Is there can you lend them money? Can you um, make them dinner, for example? What what can you do other than oh yeah, I had a similar problem? Well, actually, this instance it's not about you; it's about them. So your problems are irrelevant at that moment. All you can do is listen to their problems and offer some a shoulder to cry on, someone to listen to, a sympathetic ear. That's that's great advice, and yeah, you just you need to speak to your man. Just say, look, come on, let, let let's talk. You can tell me anything. Do you know what? Mm. You're a good listener. When I was going through a tough time just before Christmas, and I rung you, I probably spoke at you for about half an hour. And you didn't say out. I mean, you probably had me on. I'd mute. I'd put you on mute. So I was going to say you probably had me on loudspeaker while we were doing your cleaning or something, weren't you? Yeah, but just you, ironing. Yeah, just ironing. I'd like to think I'm quite a good listener. You are a good listener. Sometimes I astonish myself with actually how good a person I am. <laughs> No, I do. I genuinely wonder. I, I do you know? I feel sorry for everyone else. <laughs> do you know? I was just going to say you're probably the nice one of the nicest people I've ever. I met. am one of the nicest people I know. I'd agree with that, but that you can't. Oh God, I am. What have we learnt today? What have we learnt? Oh, I think of a joke similar to that. Doctor, doctor, I feel like a pair of curtains. Pull yourself together, then. <laughs> Bloke goes into doctors. He says, I keep acting like a cowboy. Doctor says, how long has it been going on for? He said about, yeah! <laughs> you see, that's a nice clean joke. Where did we, why did we not have that? Bloke goes into doctors, says, I keep acting like a pig. Doctor says, how long has it been going on for? He said about a week! <laughs> <laughs> how have we got onto these? No, I don't know. We're summing up. What have we learnt? We've learnt that people have problems. The best thing to do is listen, not offer your similar experiences that's irrelevant Mm -hmm. in that moment we have learnt that study groups are for some people but they're not for others Mm -hmm. we've learnt that if you're wearing a kilt in a public environment especially when women and children are present wear pants some undies and um, what else have we learnt Jordan Uh, we've learnt that William rates himself very highly yeah yeah I do actually someone's got to Oh, before we finish, yep. people keep messaging me about, you've just reminded me, 
mm. about what happened in Monaco. Goodbye, everybody. Are we not talking about it? Goodbye, everybody. Are we? Oh, mate, we need to address it. Goodbye, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>